You are who you've been looking for. So stop looking for more unless you're looking in the mirror because it's about time that you clearly see that you are the one you've been looking for. That empty feeling that you have, that hole in your chest, you only have that feeling because you think you're not blessed with everything that you need. Always remember to treat yourself like someone you love. Welcome, Soul Food family, to Music Musings with Ray. I am Ray, your champion on this exploration of self-discovery, healing, and the profound beauty that arises from the darkest moments. So this musing is a powerful and inspirational song that speaks to the heart of resilience, self-acceptance, and finding strength and faith. It is the iconic My Life by Mary J. Blige. So I was driving down the street last week and My Life came on the radio. And it took me back to 1994 when I heard this song on the radio as I was driving to Military Circle Mall in Norfolk, Virginia. (laughs) I remember sitting in the parking lot, singing to the top of my lungs as tears streamed down my face. I could totally relate with every word of this song for so many reasons. You know, I was heartbroken over a failed relationship. I love that person so very dearly. And so I was unhappy. I also was young and a young mom and I was just misguided and just trying to figure out life. There was lots going on. And so I could totally relate with every word of this song. So My Life was released in 1994, and this song literally became an anthem for many, you know, offering a message of hope and perseverance through life's challenges. But beyond the catchy melody and the soulful vocals, My Life delves into the profound themes of self-love, self-worth, and the un wavering love of God. So let's get to the first verse. So the first verse is life can be only what you make it. I mean, I could just stop there. That line right there is so profound, so true, so compelling because I think that a lot of times we think that there are outside forces that make up like what our life is going to be right and that we personally do not have control over these things like circumstances happen and we're just like why did this happen to me why 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 or whatever the case may be right but life can only be what we make it, like what we make it, what I make it, what you make it. I just want you to just marinate on that. I'm going to read 
the entire verse because it's so, it's so powerful. Life can be only what you make it. When you're feeling down, you should never fake it. Say what's on your mind and you'll find in time that all the negative energy, it will all decease and you will be at peace with yourself. You won't need no one else except for the man up above because he will give you love. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. I will get to the verse in a second. But there's so much said there. There's so much said in that first verse. It's just amazing. Life can only be what you make it. Make sure that you marinate on that. Just in case there's something that's going on in your life or something that you're stressed or worried about that you believe that you don't have control over. And make sure you leave me a comment, you send me a voice note, whatever it is. Life can be only what you make it. So it's so important for us to be like aware of ourselves. We spend a lot of time being aware of everything else. Everything that's going on outside of us. But promise yourself that you will go within. That you will spend time with yourself, even if it's in silence. That you will write in your journal, whatever it is that you're thinking about. Or even the things that are bothering you. I just want to speak on the concept of letting go of negativity and finding inner peace. The only way that you're going to find it is if you make a shift. Because negativity will always take you away. First of all, it will always take, always take you away from inner peace, but it also will always take you away from what it is that is best for you because it's pulling you it's pulling energy that is concentrating on something that is not for your greatest and highest good. It's not benefiting you at all. And so once you realize that it is in your best interest to let go of negativity, and that could be a person, place, or a thing, it doesn't matter. What matters is you and what makes what makes you feel good and what gives you the opportunity to let your shoulders down, right? And that is the journey of finding inner peace, whatever that inner peace means for you. But you can always find solace in the love of God. One thing I want to really say before we go on to the course you know, over the past, I would say 
five years, maybe even six, I have come to realize that love does not mean the same thing to everyone. Um, and some people don't even really know what love is, even though they use the word often. So I thought I would take a moment and um, just discuss love for a second. So what is love? Um, the dictionary says that love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Uh, the second definition is a great interest or pleasure in something. Okay. Another definition could be um, pure love is unconditional. It's kind, passionate, generous, and nurturing. It's warm and forgiving. It's given without expectation of reciprocation. I like this definition as well because it kind of sort of breaks down the difference. So what is love versus true love? Romantic love may take, true love gives away. Romantic love may send you worries. True love gives you peace. Romantic love can break your heart. True love heals and makes you whole. Romantic love may offer you temporary happiness. True love gives you lasting joy. Then there is the definition in the Bible. So the scripture of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8 states, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. And I added this last definition because I am not only always talking about it, but I think that this needs to be said. A definition of self-love that I found states, loving yourself unconditionally means loving yourself without self-criticism. It means loving yourself despite your flaws. So I wanted to, I know that I'm going off, kind of sort of off topic just a little bit, but I really wanted to state those definitions because when I said that people like to use the word, many times I believe that it is used and no, and that person or persons or whatever the case may be don't really know the true meaning of it um, and may or may not be capable of delivering it. And so when we talk about love, when it says that love is unconditional, right? It's kind, passionate, generous, and nurturing. Uh, some of the conversations that I've heard um, over the past couple of years, um, especially when it comes to relationships and things of that nature, have not matched that definition at all. It's warm and forgiving. It's given without expectations of reciprocation. 
it's just interesting. Um, and I don't know if that is something that you have observed as well, but, um, you know, I am a, and I will just admit, I'm a very loving person. So I don't really take the word love lightly. Um, the same way that I don't take friendship lightly. Um, and so I just thought that it was important to share some definitions so that maybe this can give you even a um, a point of reference to just kind of sort of marinate and think about, am I loving? You know, did I really know what the what the word love meant? Did I know what the definition of love in the Bible was? You know, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not exist. I'm sorry. It does not insist in its own way. It is not irritable nor resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. God's love is pure. God's love is unconditional, meaning that if you feel like you're a bad person or you feel guilty about some things that you do or did do or whatever the case may be, however it is that you feel about yourself, God does not feel that way, especially if it's in a negative light. God loves you unconditionally and is always there for you no matter what. No matter what, whether you sin, whatever it is that, that you think that you have done, nothing, nothing can stop him from loving you. And so when I speak to my clients or even friends of mine about love, that is what I mean when I say love. Love to me is unconditional. Love to me is it it doesn't depend on anything it just is and so you can find solace in his love maybe not the the love of you know others but you definitely can find solace in god's love so as we go on to the chorus, the chorus is really about facing our struggles and finding the sunshine, right? Facing our struggles and finding the sunshine. If you look at my life and see what I've seen, oh, you will see I'm so blue, down and out, crying every day don't know what to do or to say. Oh, you will see I'm so blue, down and out, crying every day, don't know what to do or to say. I'm just shaking my head because I can remember resonated with this song so much. I can remember pulling up to the mall and sitting in my car and that song coming on 
and sitting in my car and crying. And this is all the way back in 1995 because I was absolutely miserable. I thought I was in a relationship with someone who loved me, but I was slowly but surely finding out the things that they were doing and, um, you know, cheating, whatever the case may be. But when you're in love and you find this information out, it is just so devastating. It's so saddening. It's so heartbreaking, right? And so I was blue <laughs> and I was down and out and I was crying every day and I did not know what to do or to say. Um, and so, yeah, this reason, this song resonates with me so much. I literally can remember that day hearing the song and sitting in the car outside of the mall. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and I don't want to laugh like it is um, minuscule because I do want to be sensitive to those of you that might be feeling that way right now. But one thing that I will say is trouble does not last always. Trouble does not last always. And so however it is that you're feeling now, just know that you can find the sunshine. If you look at my life and see what I've seen, just that, <clears throat> excuse me, just that, statement alone, those sentences alone. We can all relate, right? All of us can relate back to, I don't know if you can relate back to when you first heard this song or, you know, how this song touched you or whatever the case may be, but all of us can relate. If you look at my life and see what I've seen, we've all been through something. We're all, some of us are going through something right now. Right. And, you know, I love the part where um, she is, you know, kind of sort of discussing the vulnerability of sharing your struggles and seeking understanding. That is why at the end of, you know, each one of my um, episodes, I am asking for, you know, my thing is this. I, well, let me finish what I'm saying. I'm asking for you to send me a voice note or something like that um, that's available on my Koji link or whatever in the description. Because one thing that I do know is that there is value just in having someone listen to you, just in having someone to, you know, like maybe even empathize with you, but literally just listening to you. Because maybe you don't want to tell your girlfriends about what's going on. Maybe you don't want to tell your boys about what's going on with you. Maybe you want like a neutral ear or just a listening ear or just to know that someone like has the is taking the time to listen to you. And that your words, your feelings, and your emotions, and whatever it is that you're going through are valuable. They're valuable. Whether that person is a stranger or not, right? They're valuable. 
for you for you to be valued enough for someone to listen to you right so the that whole idea <clears throat> excuse me of sharing your struggles and seeking understanding is very important you know and there the the chorus also even though I haven't read the full chorus, but the chorus also speaks to the message of hope despite facing difficulties and emotional pain, right? There's still hope there. And one thing that I do want to say, just a little snippet, like I know that some people, I'm not going to say all, but some people believe that they are being punished or you know, why me and things of that nature. And nothing, so no one and no thing, no entity or anything promised us good days all the time. That's really where God comes in, right? If you have a relationship, if you have faith and you have belief in knowing that this too shall pass, Right. And that statement is very like short and sweet. But what I, what it's saying is that even in the midst of all the troubles, difficulties and emotional pain, there is still hope. There is still there's everything. Right. There's everything there. It's just really. How we look at it. And that goes back to life can be only what you make it, right? Life can be only what you make it because it's all in how we look at things and all in how we receive whatever it is, right? Because it doesn't have to, nothing has to be as bad as we think that it is. And that's where that shift comes in, where we look at things a little bit differently, than we have in the past. So the sunshine, everybody loves the sunshine. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. I can't tell you about how much, about how much I love the sun, but not just the sun, but the the, the the rising of the sun, the um the sunset. But this sunshine metaphor is about finding joy and strength even in the darkness. Even in the darkness, even in the darkness, there is joy and strength in the darkness. And so I just wanted to kind of delve into that. Let's go into the second verse. So the second verse is, take your time, baby. Don't you rush a thing. Don't you know, I know we are all struggling. I know it's hard, but we will get by. And if you don't believe in me, just believe in him because he will give you peace of mind. Yes, he would. And, and you will see the sunshine for real. Yes, you would. And you 
will free your mind and all things will turn out fine. Oh, I know things will turn out fine. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, my life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. So verse two is so powerful. I mean, it is so powerful. I, it took me a long time to get here. And I know that even when she wrote this song, that she was not living her life in this way either. Which, which is another reason why it's so incredible um, because it always amazes me how people can be this creative and write something so powerful even when they're not totally feeling this way but have hope to feel this way one day. Um. I want to speak to anyone who is going through and struggling right now. I know that, you know, people are always saying, well, pray and all of these other things. But let me just give you a perspective. Because, you know, I say that a lot too, but I actually put the put action behind it in other words like if I find out that there's something going on in someone's life I'm automatically going to pray for them I'm automatically going to pray for them and I'm not saying that to like I don't know boast or brag or anything like that but I just know that prayer changes things and that prayer is powerful and that my words are powerful Right. And so even I'm not going to say that I'm changing people's lives because I need you to pray for yourself as well. But the fact that I am praying for you, first of all, I am praying with conviction. And I know that my all of my prayers are heard. So I can't promise you what my prayers do or don't do. <laughs> Because that's actually up to God. But my prayers are powerful. My words are powerful. And I have the very, 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 very best intention for anyone that I pray for. And so I know that a lot of people are, their, their brain is wrapped around the oldness of what it is that they learned back in the day from their parents, grandma, whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying that that is wrong or right. But what I am saying is, is that I was never taught that God was love. Never. I was never taught that God was love. I was never taught that God loved me um, no matter what. Absolutely not. And so I don't know if that is your um, experience as well, but God is love. And so my perspective of who God is and who I'm praying to um, and, and um, communing with on a daily basis 
is totally different than the dogma and the um just the just the negative light that has put on God that has been put on God God is not punishing and not I don't want to go into all of that but I really just want to give like a short perspective on where it is and what it is that you could be seeking while you're struggling because we're not talking about a God that's going to punish you because you are, I don't know, whatever. I don't even want to name something. Um, I just want you to be able to wrap your head around the fact that, yeah, it is hard, but you will get by. And if you don't believe in what I'm saying, Believe in God because he will give you peace of mind and you will see the sunshine and you'll get to free your mind. <laughs> you will. Um, so I just, I don't, I don't know if anything that I just said made any sense, but I really wanted to get that out. I really wanted to get that out because I want you to have I want you to feel like you will find freedom and the optimism through faith. Okay, so the chorus, let's see, the next chorus, of course, is if you look at my life and see what I've seen. Um, and then she goes into all you've got to do is take your time one day at a time. It's on you. What are you going to do? I love that part. I love that part. I mean, I remember um, while I'm going back to sitting in the car in 1995 and listening to that song. Um, and honestly, I will say this. The sadness that I was going through, the struggles and why I was so blue, really wasn't just about, you know, my boyfriend at the time or whatever the case may be. It really was about my life. You know, it was like an overarching thing, you know, just trying to navigate and figure out, you know, I, I think my daughter was seven at the time. And, um, you know, just trying to navigate life. So there were so many questions. There were so many struggles. There was so much that I was trying to like figure out and things of that nature. So it wasn't just, you know, like that person. Um, let me not give that person that much power over my life. It was just trying to figure out life, period. How can I be happy? You know, what? where am I going to do this? Or how am I going to do that? Um, so yeah, so there were a lot of things. But yeah, take your time one day at a time. It's all on you. What are you going to do? And that goes all the way back to the very beginning when in the very first verse, the first line of the first verse, life can be only what you make it. I honestly wish I, wish I knew that now, but 
I would not change anything about my life. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything about my life. And I hope that one day you will get, or you will understand what that means. Because wisdom comes from experience. And without experience, you can't have life lessons, right? And um, when you learn from the things and the mistakes and the wrong choices and stuff that you make, you really, really, really can just wrap your love and appreciation for the things that you have moved through in life, for the things that you've moved through in life. And so one of the things that I want each and every one of you to do is to find your own sunshine and create a life filled with joy. And a lot of times that has to do with self-assessment. And sometimes getting rid of what just simply does not serve you well. And that could be habits, that could be people, that could be places, that could be things. Um, but that's for you to figure out right? That's for you to figure out. And that's for you to make the choice, right? Because in order for change to happen, choices have to be made, right? And then after the choice is made, then actions must follow. This is why I'm so um, passionate about self-love because because I feel that, because I feel and know that God is love, and because I feel and know that God loves me, it is my duty for me to love myself, right? And when you love yourself, there are certain things that you do not do anymore. There are certain things that you don't stand for anymore because you are putting yourself first. And one of the things that I learned, especially being a mom, a mother, is that when I put myself first, everything else is amazing and beautiful. Instead of you putting others first, when you put yourself first, you are full. You are absolutely full. And when you are full, you're not depleted, right? You're not um, splitting yourself in five different directions, right? You are putting yourself first. You're taking care of yourself. You are um, doing everything that is in your best interest. And therefore, as you do those things for yourself, nothing but great things come from you, right? Because you're not depleted, because you're not depressed, because you're not stressed out, because you're not any of those things, right? Because everything that you do as far as yourself is replenishing you so that you have more energy, more light, more love, more to give. And I personally believe that that is where God wants us all to be. Right? And I want to go back to the word love. I think that 
um, for whatever reason in society nowadays, love is, it's not obsolete, but it has diminished greatly. And people don't really know what that word is. People don't know how to receive it. And they definitely don't know how to give it. And this is just an overarching statement from what it is that I have observed um, and for what it is that I what it is that I have experienced on my own, love needs to be a priority in your life, in your individual life, and it needs to start with you. It needs to start with you. And one thing that I have learned um, and it's so important. Because I have developed this amazing relationship with God is really when I got this idea that I need to love myself the way God loves me unconditionally. And whatever it is that I needed to do to get here is what I've done to get here. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, um, but I am saying that I have gotten to a space where no one can tell me anything about me, right? Nobody can tell me anything about me because I love me with flaws and all. <laughs> flaws and all, right? Mistakes and bad choices and all. Um, yeah, I love me. And um, I'm proud to say that. And I really do want to help anyone and everyone that wants to work with me to get to the same place, to get to the same exact place. And this song um, has a whole new meaning for me than it did when I was broken and depressed and not loving and negative and, and all of these these things. Um, but I really do appreciate this song and I appreciate the fact that it does speak to, <clears throat> excuse me, it does speak to self-love, faith and overcoming struggles. And it also speaks to the man above, right? And so I really want to thank you um, for just simply listening to me as I as I delve into this song. Um in a different way, because uh, I really did not want to, I wanted to focus on the song, yes, um, but I did not want to focus on the song without tapping into what it is that the words mean and what it is that she's saying in the song. Um, and I really want to emphasize a message of hope and inspiration from this song because this song is really telling you 
that the sunshine is the end goal, right? The sunshine is the end goal. And so if you can get there, what a wonderful life, what a wonderful way of being, living. So the end goal is the sunshine. The end goal is the sunshine. And what I mean by that is the end goal is peace, right? Peace of mind. Um, happiness, joy, um, and whatever that looks like or feels like to you, right? But that's the end goal. And if you're listening to this, if you've made it this far, that's why you're here, right? To find that peace, that love, that happiness, that joy, so that you don't have to go through this life suffering, And we all have experienced something different. Um, or we're all experiencing something different. Um, but the end goal is the sunshine. And so I want to leave something with you before I conclude. And um, I've got something cooking. So um, eventually I will be announcing um, something that takes this a little bit further. But what I want to share with you is some mantras similar to um, affirmations. Um, mantras are just words and phrases you repeat to help you lift your spirits, to help you lift your energy, and to clear your spirit of any negativity. Now you can read them out loud. You can say them in your head. You can even write them down. And I'll be honest with you, at first, it may feel awkward, right? Because you're saying things that you don't necessarily really agree with or believe, right? But constant repetition builds belief, okay? Constant repetition builds belief. So, what will happen over time is they will become second nature. And after a while, they will change your brain for the better, right? They will change your mind, your brain for the better. So what you will constant repetition means that you will start believing what it is that you're saying. Um, and so I think that I might um, take this a little bit further in the future. So just... Um, stay tuned, but for right now, I want to share three that you can, you know, state every day, state all day, <laughs> state specific times of the day, whether it's in your car or in the shower or in your sacred space or, you know, wherever it is that you feel um, that you need this. Uh, I mean, I remember at, at a certain time in my life, I just had like a couple of things written down on like a um, a card or like a piece of paper that was like in my wallet. And so anytime I needed it or anytime 
I needed to be reminded of it because, you know, constant repetition after a while, you don't need the paper, but maybe in the very beginning, you might need a card or a piece of paper that you have with you all the time so that you can remember these things when you start feeling the opposite. So the first one is I am doing my best in each moment. You are acknowledging your effort. And this is essential for self-love and also self-respect. I am doing my best in each moment. I am doing my best in each moment. I am doing my best in each moment. The second one is I am beautiful inside and out. I am beautiful inside and out. Your beauty radiates from within and it's important that you remind yourself of that. Your beauty radiates from within. So be sure to remind yourself of that daily. I am beautiful inside and out. The third one is I trust myself and my intuition. I trust myself and my intuition. There are a few things in this world that foster self-love as deeply as trusting your own intuition and following its guidance. And if you really don't know what intuition is or how it works or whatever, it's just that still small voice. And for those who are not tapped into it, the more that you say this, the more that you desire to trust yourself and your intuition. And the more that you seek this out, the more that it will come to you. I believe that when you say certain things and you repeat them and then you start feeling them and you also tap in and ask God to help you with it. Father, please help me to tap into my intuition. Right? Please help me to tap into, um, you know, the, the messages, the nudges, the fresh thoughts and the fresh feelings that you want me to know and to have, right? So I trust myself and my intuition. I am beautiful inside and out. I am doing my best in each moment. Just marinate on those. Maybe even write write them down if you wish. However, um, but yeah, I just wanted to share those with you. And before I conclude, I really want to just expand on Mary J. Blige herself. You know, this... This album came out in 1995, but her first album came out in 1991. What's the 411? And I will say that my life is probably, well, there's, there's three albums, at least I can say. There's three albums that I don't know if I can say which one I love the best, okay? So the first one is the My Life album. The second one is the Share My World album. And the third one is the Good Morning Gorgeous album. Um, and not to say that I don't love any of the other ones, 
because I do. I love Mary J. Blige. I am a fan. <laughs> I am a fan. But when it comes to the My Life album, just thinking about her at 23 years old, um, writing this song. Of course, she collaborated with some other people, but writing this song in a time when she stated that, you know, she didn't even want to live. She hated herself. She didn't think anything of herself at this time. You know, and so for her to share her story, share all the pain and the anguish that she was going through and still be able to and still be able to write this album, but also still be able to put faith in God in it, I believe is just amazing. Amazing. And I think that's why so many people love her is because she has been totally honest, totally vulnerable to, you know, the physical and verbal abuse, um, you know, possibly, possibly, you know, being touched when she was, I believe it was five years old, like, you know, just growing up in the project and just the cruelty, physical, verbal, um, that she witnessed and that she went through herself. Um, I just, you know, I just love her so much, but I also love her. I just love her honesty. And I love how she's grown over the years, which is one of the reasons why I love Good Morning Gorgeous album. Um, but like like Mary, all of us have gone through something or all of us are going through something, working through something, trying to get to that place where we can be happy. Um, and so it means a lot to me, not only to share this song and break it down in my own special way, but... Um, I hope that this honors her in any way, shape, or form, um, because her music really has healed me in so many different ways and helped me heal and helped me get through so many things over these days. Um, I think she just put out her 14th album, I believe. So yeah, so I just picked out three that I absolutely love, but there's... <clears throat> excuse me, there's plenty more to be said about her art. So kudos to Mary to being uh, the soundtrack of our lives, right? Kudos to Mary for allowing her vulnerability to shine. Kudos to Mary for simply sharing herself and her story with us so that we can share our stories and heal as well. So as we conclude another Music Musings with Ray, remember that your resilience is a beacon of light and every step you take within yourself is a victory. Thank you for joining me for another transformative journey 
Until the next time, embrace the bridges you cross and the strength you carry within.